Hey, my love. All right, so this was a car chronicle. Y'all know this is not my favorite because I feel like I'm yelling and then my throat starts to hurt. But um, I am short on time. So I wanted to talk about this. Um, On one of the last podcasts, I was trying to remember the name of the movie with Gabrielle Union and um, LL Coogee. LL Coogee. LL Coogee. I still have um, protein smoothie in my mouth and I was, whatever. Um, but it was Deliver Us from Eva. And I was talking about how, you know, and I think I talked a little bit about how my, my rising sign is Virgo. We're the ones that kind of analyze what you give us and then we, you know, do with it what we will. But I also want to kind of talk a little bit about something that um, Bourbon Bougie has been talking about, which is anti-intellectualism, especially when it comes to women. And coincidentally, that movie, when I thought about it, um, I said that, you know, some of us content creators are the Gabrielle Union is like, we are going in there to make sure there's no mold. We're trying to make sure there's no rat droppings. We're trying to make sure that y'all are washing your hands. We're trying to make sure that you're, you know, cooking food at the right temperature so y'all don't get salmonella. And the rest of y'all get to go in and talk about the luxury and the fine dining and carefree. And the rest of us are putting in the work and holding them to task. And I was thinking about how you know, they kind of demonized even the role that Eva was playing and trying to make it seem like, oh, she's just mean when really she was really, excuse me, good at, at her job, right? I, it's to the point, it's like, listen, let me find out a um, health inspector where, she, where that, that is as good as um, Eva was portrayed in Deliver Us from Eva. Listen, if she's going in there and she's checking for mold, temperature, hand washing, rat droppings, and she's giving it an A, I know I can eat there. That's to me a five-star restaurant. Where's she at? Whatever she said is a good eat, I'm there. But one of the things is they demonized her, her career and her ability to be meticulous. But the same way that... um. We don't realize that we are kind of bashing the things that we need in order to be healthy and progressive is the same thing we we do with women on a broad stroke, right? So if if a man does it, then kudos to him. He's a leader. But if a woman does it, she's a pit bull in a skirt. I've had to, I even have kind of accepted that the whole idea of me wanting to cross the T's, dot the I's, I took pride in, in my work. And that meant that I had to hold people to standard. And so then now I'm demonized and, you know, reduced to being a pit bull in a skirt. But the truth is, y'all, we need people who hold us to standards. There's a reason there's standards. There's a reason we have, um, you know, boundaries and we have data showing, you know, what healthy looks like. There's a reason why. Eva has to go in there and make sure that they're cooking your food right. That's so you don't get um, salmonella. There's a reason that they have to wash their hands. That's so you don't get E. coli. Which, coincidentally, by the way, I have a couple of stories on that. But a friend of a friend was actually telling me about how 
um, the, the friend went to this party and it was a house party and everybody brought their food and this uh, somebody brought grapes and they washed the grapes in the bathroom. Well, bathroom, you're talking about E. coli, doo-doo, dookie, dookie hens and, you know, whatever. Either didn't wash out the sink. Listen, you're not even, listen. I have stories for days, but listen, so somebody ate the grapes and ended up getting an E. coli infection or whatever. To this day, has to wear a bag, y'all. Has to wear a bag because it that's how much havoc. So there's a reason that we have rules and regulations, right? And... Um, I guess if anything, it's kind of motivational for my, my content creators who are out there holding people to task. I don't want us to keep uh, bashing that aspect of ourselves, right? Because even the um, content creator I was telling, talking about earlier, I really, really liked how she broke down the topic. And I had gone to one section, one section of her... Um, her video, but I actually kind of kept backtracking back because I'm like, oh, she's making some really, really good points. So I might end up subscribing when I get back home type of thing. I'm pretty sure I will. It, it's it's healthy enough. I like her because she really, when we talk about nuanced, and you can tell she uses all of the, um, a lot of the words that I miss using in a professional setting, you know, uh, the, the girl is well-versed. I'm going to give her a shout-out on a separate podcast. But um, as I'm closing out, let's just be careful of how we deal with this concept of anti-intellectualism, especially in the age of Aquarius where it's the information age. And I've kind of said this before. I kind of hinted at it intuitively, I think. But... um. I really do believe that the age of Aquarius was divinely orchestrated for black women. Women in general are going to benefit from it. And because women are going to benefit from it, you know, a lot of people say, well, uh, feminism is anti-male. It's actually not because out of that comes healthier moms, healthier um, wives, healthier community period because not all of us are trying to you know <laughs> pop out kids or or get into a relationship at this point but it will make me a much better um citizen you know for my neighbors for my nieces for my god kids for you know the people that i'm going to be working with in the future and i really do believe that you know intellectualism is the way of the future it's very protopian right we talked a little bit about how protopian is the belief that we can slowly and steadily in uh improve life for the inhabitants of this world so um hope i kind of i'm getting ready to get on the freeway here and i have to finish drinking the smoothie before i get there but The anti-intellectualism, I just want to kind of put it on your radar. Thanks to Burb and Booby for, Burb and Bougie for, <laughs> for um, bringing that to, to mind and, you know, makes me think back on, on how 
other people have dealt with this in the past, but we got to start taking pride in how meticulous we are, right? And raising the vibration. And I think a lot of times people get a bad rap for pointing out what needs to be corrected in society and our behaviors and our expectations. And I think that it's really, really unfair. It's kind of kind of becoming a pet peeve because like I said, the people who are on the inside, you know, um, just because you don't see what's happening behind the scenes with the Evas of the world who are going in there and making sure that, you know, all of these things are in place for you to enjoy life doesn't mean that someone is putting in the dirty work and someone is out there being that a bitch and being nasty and being controlling and you know being demanding and her and her standards and expectations are too high so you get to walk into this five-star restaurant you get to enjoy the food you get to enjoy the customer service you get to enjoy your filet mignon your ahi ahi your salmon your sushi you know your uh uh is it Rizante? Y'all, one time I went to this five-star restaurant and, oh, risotto, risotto. When I tell you, I don't know, it could have been that place, but I, I tried it one time and I'll never eat it again. It low-key looks like vomit to me, so that kind of tells you where I'm at with that, but uh, whatever it is that you're into, like, always keep in mind that somebody is paying the cost. Someone's holding those places accountable so that they can be five-star. And this is so crazy to me, too, because these same people that are complaining about some of the very issues that we have, if we all became just hunky-dory, happy-go-lucky, you know, oh, let's just be carefree, let's just always be positive. Can you imagine... You know, the contrast of the the health inspector that just doesn't want to be viewed as a, as a stereotypical angry black woman, doesn't want to be viewed as a um, pit bull in a skirt. You know, I, I, I have to probably watch that movie again, um, Deliver Us from Eva. But if I'm not mistaken, I think that the way it ended was that once she quote unquote fell in love, and um, it's so interesting. If you guys hear the clip from Louis Farrakhan, Louis Farrakhan, um, the dishonorable Louis Farrakhan. Notice how I said that with my whole entire double D going on F chest. Like, actually, y'all, probably TMI, but I have to go up in a cup size. And I know what it is because it's the exercise I've been doing. Same thing happened with my mom. It, and and it could be genetic too, but listen, these titties are F's, and that's for the two F's that I don't give. So when I say this honorable Louis Farrakhan, I mean that with my whole entire double F chest. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Woo! Let me get into this fast lane. Let me show these people what it do, though. Mm. But, um... Was there something else I was going to say? Yeah, y'all. I already get distracted as it is at home. Um, but I love that part about my personality. I am very much 
uh, <laughs> easily distracted, but it makes it for a fun time. And um, but with that being said, let me get off of here and um, get ready to go do this workout. I love y'all. I'm probably gonna do a half-ass title and um, definitely no thumbnail, but I want to make sure I get this content out before I uh, I go in and. and and take care of some stuff. So, bye. Be safe out there, y'all. I know I joke around sometimes too, but I low key drive like a, a, a granny sometimes too. But not today, though. <laughs> Is it recording? All right. Uh, pulling up into the parking lot here, but I, I remembered what it was I wanted to say. I, I think something distracted me. Let me get it off my chest real quick. Real quick. Um, I was talking about how I think at the end of the movie, um, they made it seem that when um, uh, Eva fell in love, and that's how I started talking about that this honorable uh, minister, Fonik Rikon, um, um, she started to just kind of like, they knew she was in love, if I'm not mistaken, because she started to just like overlook her um, responsibilities at the job. So she went from being strict about, you know, like the mold and washing your hands and cooking food at the right temperature to now all of a sudden, like the building's falling apart and there's rats running around and she's just so high off of being in love that, you know, just like how Minister Farrakhan, when you listen to the, to the, to the clip, um, I had uploaded it. It's maybe from a couple days ago. He says, when you fall in love, you're supposed to lose all identity of yourself. You're supposed to give up your hopes, your dreams, your aspirations. Now, the what he does is all about, you know, what you do is all about him. And and it, it becomes about following him and his leadership. And you, just, you start to lose your mind. And so when we think about, you know, how people from my generation are subconsciously programmed with that type of thinking right? Um, it makes me empathetic, you know, to the younger generation, but let's break this cycle for them. You know, let's celebrate the intellectual, intellectual, intellectualism of our young women, you know, let's get them to the moon and beyond. This is, this is reminding me of, of that, that lady I did a podcast on a couple weeks ago about her being, I think, is it the sixth yeah, I think it was the sixth black woman to go into space. She's going to be going with five other women into space. And, you know, um, I really loved that story because I love to see what she was doing and how she's reaching back into the community and filling in the gaps for all of the things that she didn't have, right, when she was a young person. But she's making sure that she's the person that she you know, wishes she had when she was young. But anyways, uh, with that being said, <laughs> I'm going over there. <laughs> this guy's like trying to get me right away. I'm a gentleman and I'm like, I'm trying to park right there. And he's like, not moving till I, till I go. It was a real cool guy. He got his shades on and all. <laughs> anyways, so, but my point that I'm trying to take away is, you know, she went from one extreme to the other extreme where now she's like, compromising her um herself and her career and everything and if i'm not mistaken um ll cool j was kind of like the 
he was like a plumber or something. And it was so interesting because when I was listening to the, the, the content creator this morning, turn off my car. Uh, when I was listening to the content creator this morning, she was talking about how, isn't it ironic when you start to think back to the movies? Oh, I remember what it was. She was talking about Kiki Palmer. Y'all, when she played back the video clip that um, Steve Harvey giving her advice um, to Kiki Palmer, oh my gosh, you guys, all of us need fathers like that in a sense, and, and, and there's a love-hate relationship, I think that he has the best intentions, and if I'm allowed to change my mind over time and evolve, then I'll give him that grace, him, not all, all the collective, right, but when you go back and listen to the advice that he gave Kiki, Palmer is it's really hitting home but what in that clip the content creator was talking about how isn't it ironic that um the reason it comes up with Kiki Palmer is because she's in a lot of these uh Tyler Perry movies right and these Tyler uh, Perry movies are about struggle love like angry black woman always got to be struggled you know struggling trying to pull somebody up by their bootstraps speaking life into them coddling them and so in his movies it's always this broke dusty man coming in to save the day in all the other movies it's like what happened to the knight in shining armor who was able to talk do all of those uh, elements that that um I I played a clip from that Cerebral had posted the other day. What happened to the night and shower night and y'all? I cannot talk today. <laughs> what happened to the night and shining armor that used to be able to provide financially, physically, spiritually, emotionally, sexually? You know, when when did our heroes start to become? people who can't even save themselves isn't that crazy remember when the superheroes used to be kent clark like when he would be a professional right and he'd be having his glasses with the slick back kind of look you know type of a thing going into work being responsible and still at night still at night saving the world like what happened to our heroes why do our heroes have to be um subpar this is starting to become not only is it starting to become a problem it's been a problem and we have to reverse that which coincidentally y'all by the way i do want to do a separate podcast on this and i'm <laughs> i need to get out because i i'm running a little bit behind schedule but y'all i i want to do a little bit of a review on the movie um beauty and the beast actually when my niece probably comes to visit for christmas or new year's i want to go watch it with her the new version has a um, Belle is, is a black woman, and then the Beast is, um, I think, is it a white guy? Yeah, or, or, yeah, he's just a regular Beast, but this whole idea of us upgrading. Now, one of the reasons I love Beauty and the Beast, it's, uh, I got one of my favorite phrases in my whole entire life. I actually thought about getting it tattooed, like, under my ribcage. Don't worry, you won't be able to see them under my double Ds. It looks like it's going to be double Fs at this point, because, <clears throat> but, um, under my ribcage, because I, I liked with Rihanna's, um, tattoo, like, how you put it under the ribcage, and so you can barely see it, um, even if I have a swimsuit type of a thing, you're just barely speaking. But I wanted to tattoo or get, I, and I put it everywhere. Vinci, qui, si, vinci, right? 
he who conquers himself, he conquers who conquers himself. And it speaks to, you know, this inner knowing about yourself. You have to conquer yourself, master yourself before you can master other people, right? Love, love. I love, love, love that for that movie. Love what they're doing with this new Disney movie too. I think um, it really, when you start to, I have to go because we really could start to chat and talk a lot about this too, but it's so important what imaging we're giving to our to our young babies, I think. And, and I'm even going to say, babies, I'm going to go. I know what it is. It's a matcha tea. Soon as I start taking the matcha tea, it really does something to your brain. <laughs> there's there's stuff in there that helps you with your brain and whatever. But, but and it makes you kind of chatty with energy. So, but, um, y'all, a lot of these behaviors that we have, we're seeing them in children from early as the age of four. And I want to start talking a little bit more about that too, because a lot of us think that we have time until they're 12, till they're 13, till 14. At that point, their behaviors are kind of, for the most part, solidified, but they're not really able to make the best decisions until they're 25. But I'm telling you, I've heard from at least three different accounts Robert Green, um, the sociopath, she was diagnosed at the age of three, but I really like her. I'm going to reintroduce her to the podcast because I love, and I, and, it, and it could be that because she's a woman, she's like really introspecting and becoming self-aware. And she understands that all of us have, were born with, with flaws, but you have to learn to push through it. And once you start to understand that you are hurting other people in the process, you try to eliminate those those parts of you, right? So, but Vincy Cuivet, Vincy, I love it. I love the idea even of with um, Ariel being the mermaid. I still have to watch that movie. One of my friends gave me a gift card to go to the, to the movies. Um, so I will be going there with my niece and we're gonna watch Ariel if she hasn't already watched it, and Beauty and the Beast, and y'all are definitely going to know, um, hear my thoughts on it. It's so funny, one of the, the movies I watched with my niece was Wonder Woman. That is actually one of my favorite movies, and I started crying at the beginning of the movie because it just reminds me of her, the little girl in the beginning of the movie, and the person she's becoming, and then she got teary-eyed too afterwards when I told her. I, I watched it at least twice, but anyways, let me go, let me go, let me go. Love y'all. Be healthy, be wealthy. You know, if you're going through a difficult time of the, the year this time around, know that I love you, I care for you, and I'm going to continue to put content out for you. So don't give up. There is a brighter day ahead. You are able, you have the inner locus of control to change the world around you and just stick around. You know, right now we're going through winter. Winter is here for a lot of us, literally and figuratively, but spring is coming. And, and so just, just stay in there, hang in there. And let me see what all stuff I have to take into this in there because I want to I'm just going to go home I decided I'm going to go home early and then get dressed up versus trying to do it all here because at that point I'd have to bring all of my my vanity and stuff like that oh my gosh you guys <laughs> it's so funny because I've been recording all morning all right bye talk to you later